0: Are you hoping to land a government job? Then you need to tune in to this episode. We're covering all the unique differences in federal resumes in this episode of Resume Bootcamp. Ready, set, listen.
1: You're listening to Resume Bootcamp by Vertforce, a mini series designed to help you get your resume in fighting shape for the virtual job market. Here's your host, Kimber Hill. Resources in this
0: episode for Resume Bootcamp subscribers include visual examples of all the nuanced federal resume differences, a completed federal resume example, and multiple federal resume templates. Oh, and don't forget a tool to help you discover your GS grade, Subscribe now for instant access to these resources and our private Facebook group at bit.ly forward slash VF BC. Virtual work for the government is hard to come by. Sometimes your strategy has to be just get your foot in the door and then try to work into a remote position from there. But to even do this, you've got to land a position, and to land a position, you need a federal resume. Federal resumes are so different from commercial resumes. If you're writing a federal resume, you've got to follow a considerable set of standards which detail your full work experience. When you're applying for federal jobs, your resume is considered your job application form and not just an overview of your skills and work history. To seriously be considered for a federal position, you have to deliver everything the hiring department needs to know about you on your resume. So what is important for a federal hiring manager to know? First, we have a personal section to fill with personal details, which includes your citizenship, your veteran or spouse preference, your GS grade, security clearance level, or your ability to receive one. Then, there are availability details, which include the kind of position you're looking for, permanent, full-time, the location at which you are willing to work, Finally, there are extra details required in your work experience, which include the specific address and contact phone of each of your previous employers, the GS level equivalent of the position listed on your resume, the salary, how many hours you worked, and your supervisor point of contact. Okay, this sounds like a whole lot of hoopla a whole bunch of minutiae, right? And it is. And you may think to yourself, there is no way I can get all of this narrowed down to one page. And you're right. So take a deep sigh of relief (sighs) because federal resumes do not have to accommodate one page. So you can set aside all the strategies of making the cut we've taught in previous lessons, because your federal resume can be as many pages as it needs to be to include all of the information that's required. Unfortunately, what this also means is that federal resumes also require that your work experience appear in reverse chronological order. That means no functional representations of your work experience either. Other than these tweaks, just about everything else we've taught you so far still applies, especially the strategy for keywords found in episode 50. It's time to dive into federal resume format. With federal resumes, your goal is to have a chiseled and uniform document. Too much design or creativity will likely negatively impact your chances at the position. Remember, this is the government we're talking about. So showcasing your ability to adopt best practice with standard formatting is much more important than showing off your creativity. If you're subscribed to Resume Bootcamp, you've got some incredible examples and templates at your fingertips now is a great time to open the additional resources tab and view the PDF of our federal resume example. If you'd like to subscribe to Resume Bootcamp, you can do that now at bit.ly forward slash VF BC to get instant access. The first thing we see on the template is the header. This is typical. It's going to include your title, physical location, email address, and contact. But notice here how we are not abbreviating anything. We're spelling out cell phone. We're spelling out email. We do abbreviate in so many other resume types, but not for federal resumes. It is important and pertinent to over-communicate in your federal resume. The next section you're going to see is a personal section. This is totally new and totally different from commercial resumes. Under personal, we've got citizenship. That's pretty self-explanatory. You've gotta tell them of which country you are a citizen. Then we have veteran preference. Appropriate answers here are going to be no or yes. With including your branch and your rank. So for example, you might say, yes, Navy veteran rank O2. Then we've got spouse preference. In 2018, the government announced their intent to provide military spouse preference for federal positions. And while there has yet to be any major legal action taken, there are many bills in circulation in the House and the Senate. So In anticipation of those bills being passed, we encourage you to include your status. Do not include your spouse's rank or branch. Instead, include their status, active, reserve, etc. So if you are a spouse, you would say, yes, active duty spouse, or no, or yes, reserve spouse, Again, I can't stress this enough. Do not include your spouse's rank or branch at this time. Highest GS grade. So this can be very confusing. Do not get intimidated. Your GS grade roughly equates to your education and your work experience. If you're subscribed to Resume Bootcamp, we have a tool plugged into camp to help you calculate this. So if you don't know how to find this, no worries. We're providing a great way to identify your GS level. There is a link below. You can click in this Resume Bootcamp lesson to help you calculate it. Then we have Contact Current Employer. Appropriate answers here are yes, you may contact your my current employer or list. No, my current employer is not informed of my job search. Okay. We have to be very clear here. Instead of just using yes or no, we want to say yes or no, my current employer is not informed of my job search. Otherwise the hiring manager may question why they cannot contact your current employer and that could be a red flag for them. Security clearance. Appropriate answers would be listing yes and the type of clearance you have or listing yes, I'm able to pass a background check if you don't have one, okay? If at all possible, try to list yes. If you don't believe you can pass a background check, then I would indicate no. The next section is your availability, which tells the government what type of work you're looking for and where. The first field that you need to complete here is job type. Appropriate responses include permanent or temporary. The next field is work schedule, in which you would include how often you want to work, what hours you want, full-time, part-time, potentially freelance. Then we have desired locations, and this one is tricky, so pay very close attention to the template. The response should include country, state, region, or city. And it should be written with a hyphen separating those elements. So for example, I'm in Florida. I would say US hyphen FL hyphen Northern, because I'm in Northern Florida. And this is where it becomes very crucial if you're looking for remote work. The government calls remote work telework. You should include your region and the word telework. Most remote positions with the government have to be located within driving distance of an actual government facility. So if you are in Northern Florida looking for telework, you should say us-fl-northern or us-telework. Include the or because we're telling them we'll work in Northern Florida or we will telework from anywhere. The remainder of the resume format is very much like the standard education last template that you can find in our lesson called Resume Format, that is episode number 48. So the flow of the remainder of the resume is your profile, then your work experience, then your education, then skills, then awards and honors. If you need help with your resume, don't pay someone to write it for you. Learn to write it yourself. With Resume Bootcamp, you get access to our online camp where we walk you through a series of lessons teaching you the skills and strategies you need to know to write a wonderful resume. We also give you access to free templates, so you can leave the formatting up to us. Resume Bootcamp also comes with a private Facebook group, meaning you get to join an exclusive community of other virtual professionals fine-tuning their resumes for the remote job market. You can participate in live resume critiques and ask the community questions whenever you need support. What are you waiting for? Join Resume Bootcamp now. Go to bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen BC. bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen BC. Now we're diving into how to format your federal resume work experience. The last major component for federal resumes is how you format your work experience. While the description of your job and experience can remain the same, the header for each position will be much more comprehensive as you can see in the template. We've built this nice block style of formatting this header just by writing two categories at a time on the same line and using the tab button to create a column effect. Don't worry if you are a Resume Bootcamp subscriber the template is included in your additional resources tab so you can work from there. Let's examine this header. It starts with the job title and the job title has to be exactly as it was described on your offer letter with the previous company that you worked for. So Previously, when we taught you about framing and tweaking your job title, that's not acceptable on federal resumes because it may hinder your background check. Included on the first line and tabbed over to the right are the exact dates you worked there. If you can narrow it down to the exact start date, day and month, and the exact day you left, day and month and year, That is better. On the template, we are including the month and the year. So unfortunately, we can't ditch specific dates for federal resumes. We have to be very granular and very specific because, again, it could impact your background check. On the second line, to the left, we are including the address of the company, which becomes very relevant for background checks. Again, on the second line to the right, we're including the contact information for the company. On the third line, we are listing your compensation. So weird, right? How odd is it for you to have to deliver this information upfront? In the template, we're using a salary, but it is absolutely appropriate for you to use an hourly rate as well. So you could list here $18 an hour. But notice how the salary is very specific. It's not a rounded number and it's not a range. It's exactly what you made. And to the right of that, we're listing the grade level. That's the GS grade level. And again, if you need help identifying this, check out the resource that we have for our Resume Bootcamp subscribers. If you need to access Resume Bootcamp, you can do so at bit.ly forward slash vf hyphen bc. Finally, on the fourth line of this header block, on the left, we're including your supervisor's name and in parentheses, whether or not they can be contacted. This can be tricky because you may not want your supervisors contacted, right? Who wants an old boss called over a new job, especially if you didn't leave on great terms? So here's what you can say may contact, may not contact, or may not contact still employed. And a great one is supervisor since removed or supervisor since retired. Of course, you can also just say may not contact. And finally, to the right of the final line, we include how many hours per week you worked. Very standard. This is a lot of information, but please use our template. Use our example as a guide. All of this is provided to you in Resume Bootcamp so you can duplicate the format and duplicate the quality to work on your federal resume. And I promise you, you will be all set. Again, the resources included in this episode were the Federal Resume Template, Federal Resume Example, and a resource to help you map your GS level. All of these are included for Resume Bootcamp subscribers. If you want to join Resume Bootcamp and our private online community, you can subscribe now at bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen BC. We'll see you there.
1: All right, this concludes this lesson of Resume Bootcamp. Remember, if you'd like to subscribe to camp to get instant access to all the resources mentioned in this episode, you can do so at bit.ly forward slash VF BC. That's bit.ly forward slash VF BC. As a reminder, all content associated with the VertForce podcast is the intellectual property of VertForce LLC.